Why is it the same repetitive mistakes continue to rob salespeople of more commission checks, regardless of industry, size of company, or region of the globe? These same inhibitors are holding us back from reaching our full potential. Amongst many industry awards, Ian Selby achieved the accolade of top salesperson in the world at Apple. And in this podcast, he will discuss the issues that sales professionals encounter from his own experiences, confessing to the problems he has endured and how he overcame them, giving the benefit of his wisdom to everyone listening who work in the world of sales. To help you, he will reveal strategies to overcome the issues hurting salespeople and helping you reach new levels of sales success. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With your host, Ian Selby. Welcome to Confessions of a Sales Pro. My very special guest this week is a gentleman by the name of Dr. Dave Minonis. Dave is a leadership uh, consultant, trainer, coach, keynote speaker, author, and managing partner of Humanetrics in Fairfax, Virginia. Dave is the managing partner of Humanetrics, a global training and consulting firm that specializes in design and delivery of learning instruments, tools, and programs which build essential personal, interpersonal, and leadership skills. Dave is a passionate professional and creative consultant who has extensive experience in professional and organizational effectiveness. He plays an integral role as a trusted business advisor to many clients. Dave is also an outstanding keynote speaker on topics of change, leadership, and people skills. His knowledge of the topics Entertaining and relevant storytelling and humor keep any audience fully engaged. She consults with organizations and government agencies to determine their specific learning needs and adapts training programs, interventions, and change efforts to fit their unique requirements. His experience in developing leadership competencies, management capabilities, organizational change, and team effectiveness brings a unique perspective to many organizations. Dave helps people evolve to grow to reach their full potential. His expert training techniques are known for fostering interactive, fun, and engaging teaching environments. Dave is also the author of the book, Before You Say a Word, which focuses on helping people think on their feet in those moments that truly matter. Dave, welcome to the podcast. Thanks a lot, Ian. I'm really glad to be here. I'm excited to be part of your podcast series. It's, uh, it's great, to, and I know you're really busy. It's great you were able to make the time for us this week, and uh, I've got a few, few ideas and questions I'd love to ask you. I'm sure the listeners would love to hear your answers. So looking at your background, you have significant experience developing professionals into high-impact leaders through your various people skills program. Can you share with us? how your content and strategies are unique to making great sales leaders and great sales professionals? Thanks, Ian. That's, that's actually a great question. You know, when I do a Google search on sales training, many if not most of the sales training that's out there focuses on the sales process. For example, spin selling talks about the four-stage process situation problem, implication, and need. And other training companies have a five-stage process, things like approach the client, discover the need, uh, provide a solution, close the sale and follow-up, or a six-stage process of prospecting, preparation, approach, 
presentation, closing, and follow-up. The point that I'm trying to show is that they all focus on the what of sales, the process. And, and furthermore, uh, the more effective and successful sales training companies then incorporate into their process teach various training skills that will help each of those stages. They teach things like handling objection or negotiation skills, um, how, how to close a deal, or knowing the decision-making criteria of a potential customer and, and understanding who the key influences are in the, the prospect for, for the prospect client. But Ian, these are all great things and they are critical to the success sale of the sales process. And again, they are the what of sales. The concepts and strategies that Humanetrics teaches is the how to do it more effectively. A, a good metaphor is the process sales training is the engine and being a socially intelligent salesperson is the oil that makes the engine run smoothly. So, so people skills, knowing how to communicate effectively, is the single biggest factor that distinguishes between a good salesperson and a great salesperson. It's the secret sauce. That's the difference maker. Love, I love what you, what you said there, uh, David. It, you're so right. It, it's, we can all follow a formula, a process, step-by-step, step, and be almost mechanical about it. But it's the way we dance through it and communicate and listen and ask good questions that makes the difference. And, and so that, there's a whole lot there. It, 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 this is a very broad topic. When you say people skills, and we all heard the world say people skills forever, what are you specifically referring to, Dave? You know, I'm, re I'm referring to communication skills, but not just things like effective listening and being able to speak clearly. That's out there with a lot of different training. I'm specifically talking about interpersonal adaptability. So interpersonal adaptability is made up of three critical components, attitude, awareness, and ability. And all three must be present and in play in order to achieve interpersonal effectiveness. So the first component, attitude. It's the way you dedicate yourself to the way you think and speak and, and act. It, it's, general, it's the general disposition of a person to act or react in a specific way to any situation. So, you're, so your attitude colors every aspect of your life. It's, it's kind of like your brain's palette. It can be used to paint everything bright and vibrant colors, creating productive and healthy relationships, or it can make everything dark and dreary. And it's important that one maintains a constructive attitude when interacting with others. Choosing to dedicate yourself to being positive in the way you think and how you react to different circumstances, as well as being consistent with that choice, is a key ingredient to interpersonal effectiveness. And if you take responsibility for your attitude and manage it every day, develop positive thoughts and habits, then you can make your attitude your greatest asset. A constructive attitude will open up doors for you and help you to overcome obstacles. The second component, awareness, is the primary feedback mechanism for taking action. People who are aware can use more information to better adjust to and positively influence their interactions and the outcomes. Individuals who are less aware of the impact of their behaviors have on other people risk alienating individuals around them. So an astute awareness is about knowing yourself, how you come across to others, and accurately reading behavioral cues during interaction. 
people with astute awareness are able to see things from more than one perspective, are attentive to people's emotional states, recognize and use the strengths and talents of others, and understand the true effects that their actions have on others. And then finally, the third component, ability, is about harnessing your social skills to effectively interact with others. It requires a person to take a balanced approach to when communicating with others. It also includes maintaining your personal needs while meeting the needs of others. So without ability, a person may lack the skills and tactics necessary to communicate effectively and make selling more difficult, if not impossible, to accomplish. So people with a what I call a comprehensive ability know how to behave appropriately, tactfully, and, and use fitting language to communicate to their audience. Individuals with comprehensive ability are able to build healthy, effective, and fulfilling relationships. So this, this interpersonal effectiveness, this interpersonal adaptability that I'm talking about, Ian, can only reach peak performance when all three variables are present and working synergistically together. I love what you said. And, and you know, this even, there's some hiring principle in what you said. You can always teach skills, right? You can always bring in a trainer, adapt the process, make it, you know, make it pervasive throughout the company. But you, it's hard to teach attitude. You've got to have that attitude. And I love how you defined it for our listeners. Attitude, awareness, and ability. And if they're all planned together, um, you've got that potential to be better than any competitor at building relationships. And at the end yeah, of the day, you know, you, you talked ahead, about, sorry to interrupt, you talked about a, like a formula earlier. And, you know, it's, it, to me, the magic formula is these three ingredients, but it's not additive. It's not awareness plus ability plus attitude. It's awareness times ability times attitude. And the reason why I'm making a multiplier, because any multiple of zero is what? Any multiple zero is zero. So if yeah. one of those ingredients is missing, then you're not going to have adaptability. You need to have all three present to be to have adaptability. Brilliant. I I, I love that that it's a, a times and not a plus sign. Um, and you're right. If one's missing, it's it's not it's not got the three legged stool to, to stand on. It's going to fall down for sure. So Dave, these sound like amazing concepts. I, I really got to be honest with you. How can sales reps and sales managers, for that matter, leverage some of these ideas you're talking about to become more successful and, of course, ultimately win more deals? You know, most top sales producers know the importance of creating value for their customers. What they often don't understand are the subtleties of communicating and how to read the buyer's decision style. If you're a sales you know, if your salespeople can adapt their approach to the needs and styles of their customers, they can actually close as much as 30% more sales than their less flexible colleagues. And, and this is especially important during two phases of the sales cycle, the needs assessment and the solution presentation. So, so buyers, after all, are human beings. You know, they are more likely to open up to people with whom they are comfortable with. So uncovering information that identifies the buyer's real needs will differentiate the seller's products or services from others so, because you can accurately fit the buyer to the specific needs. So finally, one, once an appropriate solution is determined, the customer is more likely to buy 
if the service or product is presented in an appealing way to that person's personality. So Ian, the good news is this, you know, figuring out what type of person your customer is doesn't require ESP or some rare interpersonal talent only a chosen few possess. Success lies in learning a few simple skills to make communication more effectively. It, it, it involves learning how to read your audience quickly and make a few appropriate adjustments for them. I love what you're saying. Make it personal. It's not just business. Make it personal. Go beyond. Get, get into the person's head a bit and understand what's in it for them. What's, what, what are their personal pains? Not just what is the business pain. I love that approach that, that you're suggesting, Dave. It's, it's brilliant. You also were talking about buying styles a moment ago. And I want to pick up yeah. on that a little bit. So, so yeah, uh, there are different buying styles. Well, what do you mean by that? So, you know, we can classify buyers into four categories. I call them implementers, interrelators, innovators, and investigators. And if you notice, they all start with the letter I, which is why no you know, I branded this, <laughs> this technique eye-to-eye -eye communication, right? So each style has a preferred communication approach. Uh, and buyers in each category will make decisions based on different variables. So, you know, to gain the competitive advantage, the salesperson must learn how to adapt to each buyer style. So let's talk about each one of them. The implementer buyer seeks control and, and, um, and need little help, need, needs little help to in making decisions. You know, they're determined, they're serious, competitive, decisive, and goal-oriented people who favor concise and bottom-line presentations. They prefer a more formal yet fast-paced approach with a no-nonsense business-like tone. So being efficient with their time is important to them. So get straight to the point, be concise, and clearly demonstrate how you can help them achieve quick results. You can influence their decision-making process by providing them with clearly stated options and practical implications. Now the interrelator buyer seeks to develop relationships and tends to buy the salesperson rather than the product or service. They are cooperative and diplomatic, respectful and supportive individuals who favor a more casual and friendly interaction. Um, taking time to build trust, listening and, and personally connecting with them is absolutely key. They tend to be risk adverse and slow paced, so be patient with them. And once you establish a strong personal bond with them, you are very likely to receive repeat and additional business. So to influence the interrelator's decision-making process, it's critical to provide him or her with uh, personal assurances and mutual outcomes. The third, the innovator buyer seeks to be recognized and endorsed. They're spontaneous and enthusiastic. They're personable, creative, uh, promotional individuals who seek a stimulating and playful interaction. They're talkative and tend to get off track subject, you know, easily during conversations and may be, um, you know, may have to be tactfully steered back on track. So take your uh, time with them to be energetic and paint an exciting vision for them. Uh, demonstrate to them how, you know, they can stand out and highlight the distinctive features of your product or service. They buy on impulse. So it's key to get them excited about and motivated to buy in the moment. And their decisions are influenced by the opinions of people they value. So provide them with unique opportunities and meaningful endorsements. And finally, the investigator buyers uh, seek information and accuracy. 
they're serious and thoughtful and disciplined, methodical and orderly people who prefer logical and detail-oriented discussions. So take your time to be thorough and provide them with well-thought, fact-filled written proposals. Uh, if they ask for a 28-page detailed report, give them a 28-page you know, detail. Uh, don't rush through the presentation. Give them time to analyze and assess the proposed solution. They prefer a more formal atmosphere and time to think. So slow your pace of speech and turn down your volume. You can positively influence their decision-making process by providing them with complete, accurate information and logical reasoning. That's a brilliant summation, uh, Dave. I, I, I've got some content in my own training programs. I call it character analysis. And the way you define this maps directly to what, what, what I would say. So I'm violently agreeing with you, sir, that the first <laughs> one's a lion, the second one's a golden retriever, the third one's an otter, and the fourth one's a beaver. And they all are different personality styles that if you could, what you're saying, you've given a, a, a playbook for how to adapt to these different styles. And it also can be, you know, if you're in a room, there's two or three decision makers and you're presenting, it becomes really uh, a, a bit of a science uh, to figure out, you know, because one's going to be different than the other. So you've got to have something in it for everyone. And I love that you've got a roadmap for that. That is absolutely, uh, absolutely brilliant. So I'm sure in your book and in your, your services, you provide a lot of value. Um, uh, on the topics we're talking about today. So how does humanetrics work with organizations, Dave? How do, you, how do they get started? How, what's your process that you go through to engage? Yeah, so, so we do a bunch of things that revolve around all these people skill topics, Ian. So we can, we can set up a online or live training that focuses on either sales, you know, sales reps or sales managers. I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching for people that need or, or want individualized tutoring. And as, and as part of both of these training methods, and this is really critical, Humanetrics includes a multi-rater assessment that measures both your communication style and provides you with an interperson, interpersonal adaptability score all around awareness, ability, and attitudes like we just talked about. So, you know, if, if you're interested in doing those kind of things, you know, you can just contact me at 703-517-4121, or you can email me at dave at humanetricstraining.com. Um, I'd be happy to talk to you about that, you know, and, and also, um, you know, we talked about my book too. We really didn't talk about much in the book. Maybe we can talk, maybe we can do another podcast on the stuff that's in the book on thinking on your feet, but there's a book out there too that I wrote that teaches people how to think on their feet. You can pick that up, uh, at Amazon. Dave, I would thoroughly love to have you back and do another episode in a few months, my friend. It's been such a, a value. My guest, my special guest this week, folks, has been Dr. Dave Minonis uh, from Fairfax, uh, Virginia. Um, he is the managing partner of Humanetrics. And Dave, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to share your, your drops of wisdom with our listeners today. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you uh, allowing me to be on your esteemed podcast, Ian. I'm, I'm really happy to be part of that. And I'm really hoping that uh, the stuff that I talked about today will, will at least spark some interest in some people in thinking about how they go about and conduct their sales. And, 
you know, if you, if you just, even if it's changed one thing that you do that can make you more effective, that's what I get jazzed up about. I've had a positive impact on, on, on your thinking. That's awesome. Again, David, thank you very, very much. And thank you for listening to Confessions of a Sales Pro. If you have found this episode informative and helpful, we would be honored and appreciative if you would share this podcast with other great salespeople like yourself. And we look forward to you joining us for all new episodes weekly, every Thursday. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you'd like us to help you grow your sales commissions, visit us at salesmentoryou.com. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With Ian Selby.